Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening today to podcast number 55. Today we're going to talk about kind of a fun topic, which is things that you've heard that are actually untrue about guinea pigs. I love guinea pigs. Guinea pigs are super adorable, wonderful little small mammal pets, and I definitely highly recommend them. But people don't always know what guinea pigs are like as pets. So I wanted to share that a little bit about that with you today. So you often heard, or you may have heard, that guinea pigs are low-maintenance pets because they're small. Um, and I can tell you, my, my bird, Elmo, is in the background here. He's very excited to talk to you about guinea pigs today, so you may hear him chirping a little bit back there. Anyway, guinea pigs are fairly low-maintenance, but, you know, it's not because they're small. They are hardy little animals, and they do require a bit of care. They do uh, need to be socialized, so they need to be handled a lot if they're going to be friendly. They do need some time out of their cage. Uh, they do have specific nutritional requirements. They definitely need lots and lots of hay every day, uh, Timothy hay, fresh water, and some uh, small amount of pellets for good nutrients. Um, and they also need supplemental vitamin C. It's very, very important that they have supplemental vitamin C because they can't make their own vitamin C. So it's important that you provide that additionally, something to talk to your veterinarian about. Um, so, you know, they, and they do need regular veterinary care too. They need checkups. So they should have an annual checkup, just like your dog or your cat or your bird or your bunny. Um, and they should have, uh, stool examinations to make sure they have no parasites. Um, they get some dental disease if they're not given the appropriate hay and, and vitamin C. So you need to feed them properly so that their teeth, uh, don't get too long and overgrow and they become impacted. And also so that they get the adequate fiber they need for their gastrointestinal tract to function. They need a lot of fiber. They're herbivores. So they need fiber in their diet, which usually comes in the form of hay and some high fiber pellets, Timothy hay-based pellets, plus a small amount of greens every day. Um, Leafy greens are great. You just want to avoid the really high calcium greens like kale and dandelion and spinach and parsley in excess because they do, unfortunately, take, they are able to take all that calcium out of those greens, um, just like they would with alfalfa hay too, and it tends to sediment out in their bladder, kind of like I, I described their bladder as sort of a snow globe with a lot of uh, fluid in it and a lot of sediment, which is the calcium that sediments in the uh, and settles in the bottom of the bladder. And that calcium can be very irritating to the bladder and can, it, can, it can also stick together and make bladder stones. So we want to uh, certainly keep our guinea pigs well hydrated with greens and provide lots of fresh water, but not overdo the high calcium 
calcium greens, like I mentioned. So while they are hardy and they're fun, I wouldn't necessarily call them low maintenance. They're, they're moderate maintenance, maybe not as high as some other pets. You don't have to walk them. Um, and they do fine as single pets alone. You don't have to have two of them. Um, but they're not low maintenance because they're small. So that's the first uh, falsehood that I wanted to dispel. Um, the next thing that you may have heard is that guinea pigs aren't social, and that could not be more untrue. Guinea pigs are incredibly social. They're actually so much fun. They they have their own little language that they can express. They, they actually do something called popcorning, which is where they actually jump up in the air and they twirl around, and that they do that really when they're excited. It's almost like a, a kernel of popcorn exploding. So when they do that, it means they're really happy and they're excited. They make all kinds of fun sounds like chirps and squeals, and, and it's a whole series of different sounds. And you'll see, if you have a guinea pig, you'll learn that different sounds mean different things for guinea pigs. So they are very social. They're very, very communicative. Um, they do love to be with their owners. They love to hang out, uh, and they're, they're lots of fun. So they're, they're not, uh, you know, they're not antisocial at all. Um, they they love to be with their family. And, and even if you have more than one guinea pig, guinea pigs can be raised together and can be social. It's just a matter of spending time with them or, uh, or with one and handling that guinea pig and making sure the guinea pig knows that your hands are a safe thing. Maybe pairing your hands initially with some treats so that when they see your hand, they know that uh, the hand is delivering something yummy, something delicious, and, and hands are not to be fearful uh, of or afraid of. So guinea pigs are very very social. The next uh, myth I wanted to dispel is that you can put rabbits and guinea pigs together, um, that they can be housed together in the same cage. That's a really bad idea, not a good idea. Uh, you don't want to do that because guinea pigs and rabbits actually each carry a bacteria in their respiratory tract that they can spread to the other one that can be very serious. So, you know, rabbits are rabbits and guinea pigs are rodents. Uh, rabbits are actually a totally different family. They're not rodents. Um, they're lagomorphs, which is a rabbit family, and they uh, carry different diseases than guinea pigs do. So, you know, you do, you can have them in the same household. You just don't want to put them together in the same space, certainly not the same cage, and you don't really want them hanging out together. Sometimes, unfortunately, pet stores will put them together, and that's a big no-no because they can share disease. So if you're going to have a rabbit and a guinea pig in the same house, that's fine. Just keep them separate and make sure you wash your hands before touching one and then touching the other. Um, they're all great pets. Um, I, I will say that I am particularly partial to guinea pigs because they are so friendly and adorable and social and hardy. If you take care of them properly, if you provide the right nutrition, lots of hay, fresh water, some greens and pellets every day, and that supplemental vitamin C, they can certainly live, you know, many, many years. They'll live to be seven, eight, nine years old, and, and they're really fun, and they're very, very interactive pets. So when people ask me, you know, what's a good pet to get? What kind of pet should I get for, you know, a family with, with uh, elementary school age children or, or older or, or for even an adult. I always recommend guinea pigs because I just think they're, they're fun and they're really cute. And they do have all different kinds of guinea pigs. They're, they're long-haired guinea pigs and short-haired guinea pigs and guinea pigs uh, with rough coats and soft coats. And, you know, some of the, the uh, longer coat 
guinea pigs do need a lot of grooming, a lot of brushing. So if you're going to get one of those, you have to be ready to brush them. Um, you know, it's very, very important. They do need grooming um, and they need the proper bedding. And um, they're, they're great animals with the proper care. So if you are going to get a guinea pig, be sure to talk to your veterinarian and make sure you understand exactly what's entailed in having one of these pets um, so that you can enjoy your pet and keep your guinea pig around for a long time, uh, having a really health, healthy and happy life. So I hope that's given you a little bit of insight into guinea pig care and what's true and what's false. Um, just remember that when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page where we're going to have posts before every show where you can ask questions for me to answer on the show. And you'll see some sneak peeks there to episodes you might have missed uh, as well. And if you have any very specific questions, you can contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customer care at Zoo supreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess and you've been listening to Zoo Nation today. Thank you so much for listening and stay healthy. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us.